My name is Craig Williams, and for the past year, I've been getting to better know the students, the parents, faculty, and staff members who constitute the Meridian School community. One of the things I've discovered is that this community really functions more like a family than a typical school. I've also learned that there are helpers everywhere, and that many of them are themselves Meridian students. This school community has an awful lot to be proud of. Hardworking kids, committed educators, talented, empathetic leaders, and a supportive cast of professionals and paraprofessionals across the region who regularly make themselves available just for the asking to any student who wants to take it to the next level. Today, I had the honor of speaking with Teal Betts at Shawnee Community College about some of the programs and pathways she has to help Meridian students not only prepare for their success while still in high school, but to provide for post-secondary support once they've graduated. The Meridian school community is so lucky to have access to education advocates and career professionals like Teal. And as you'll hear in our conversation, there is no shortage of enthusiasm for the work she does or for the kids for whom she does it. Teal is 100% in your corner if you're a Meridian student and is, like so many others within your Meridian sphere, devoted to helping you succeed. Now, we're also joined in this episode by Marianne Boren, Meridian's middle and high school principal. I've known Marianne for just a little over a year, but I knew within minutes of meeting her that there are very few educators with a bigger heart for kids or more compassion for their concerns. Her policy seems to be tethered to generosity first, bureaucracy later. She's a leader who clearly has it right as she frames every choice she makes with a simple question. Is this good for our kids? Together, Marianne and Teal talk with me about the possibilities available to our kids and the benefits of casting a wide net of hope over the future of each and every Meridian student. Now, Teal, I see on the Shawnee Community College staff directory that officially you're the coordinator of High School Partnerships and Pathways, which is a mouthful. Tell me what it is that you do and really how your work is making a difference for kids in our communities. So what that basically means is I'm working with all of our 12 local high schools with their dual credit and partnerships with the different high schools. So it's been a great opportunity with the Fast Start students like you were talking about from Meridian, working with them. They're able to come to main campus and take classes during the day with our full-time faculty. We've also been able to offer more dual credit students for Meridian at Meridian High School. Dongola High School this year, we've partnered with them and they're having their juniors and seniors come to main campus Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. opportunity there. So I've been able to get out and meet with each superintendent and administration at the school and see what does their school need? How can we help benefit their school and their students and what we can do for them? 
So just being a listening ear for the schools and helping them achieve their goals. So it really does sound like a, a kind of a custom fit, depending upon what the needs of the schools are. You're bringing real equity to the programming that exists already in these schools. And Marianne, how are you seeing it play out in, in real time there at Meridian? Um, well, there's probably not a day goes by that I don't say, oh, let's talk to Till about that. Let's see what Till can, how she can help us. Um, it's just been an excellent partnership. Um, Shawnee College and Till in particular has provided us with so much information and so much help in getting our students what they need. She has helped us do dual credit classes here. Um, we now are offering nine different dual credit classes um, that our students are taking here on campus. Um, as you mentioned, the Fast Start, Till helped us get, um, we have juniors and seniors that are on campus at Shawnee College, that they're taking all of their classes on campus, getting high school credit, as well as earning college credit for that. Um, through Till's program, we also were able to get um, our kids involved in a CNA certification. So we have 10 students that spend two hours every morning at the Extension Center in Cairo, working on CNA. Then they come back here and they go straight into some dual credit classes or the other classes that they need for high school. Now, are those 10 students mostly juniors and seniors, Marianne? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, that's a phenomenal percentage of your classes, honestly. And it seems to me that there's been a bit of an uptick in interest in the, the last several years, not not only in the trades, but in the programming that uh, that Teal supports and that and that in partnership, your school helps to provide these kids. Has Is that right? Has there been an uptick in the interest or am I missing something? Um, I think it's a little bit of both. I think that the, the um, kids have more of an interest, but I also think that we are really pushing that more. We are looking at getting certified teachers in the building that are dual credit certified. We are looking at preparing. It's our job as a school to prepare them to be productive members of society. And that looks different for each person. For some person, it could look going into a trade. For someone else, it may look going to a four-year college or going to a two-year college. You know, transitioning to Shawnee College, you know, that's what most of our kids do. Um, and that provides them the basis then to transfer on to a four-year university. So we're just trying to provide avenues for kids to be just good people and be a productive member of society. And I think Shawnee College and our partnership, they've enabled us to continue with that vision of preparing our kids. Well, we have to have we have to have good foundations, don't we? And so this this becomes a critical piece to that to that foundation. So Teal, tell me about your background. Where did you grow up and where did you go to school? How did you get into this kind of work? That's a great question. Um, I was born and raised in Vina, Illinois. When I was in high school, my sophomore year, I was approached for an honors escrow scholarship through Shawnee Community College. And I was able to start my degree with Shawnee Community College. In those times, I'm going to tell my age, you didn't hear the words dual credit. I took English 4 and then I went over and took English 111 right after that. So I was at the beginning of that. I was able to have a semester of college done when I graduated high school, which allowed for me to keep the scholarship from Shawnee College. I went to Shawnee College in June that summer, had a work-study job um, in the business office until I graduated from there in December, uh, the following December. And then I went on to Murray State and graduated. And I just knew at that moment 
Shawnee College changed my life and I loved it. As soon as my last semester at Murray, I came back and started working at Shawnee College and knew that I wanted to help other people with that. And I've been at Shawnee College back there since January of 2003. So um, it changed my life when I wanted to help change others' lives. Kind of a full circle story, really. Yes. So, you know, on the other end of that equation, we have these kids who... I mean, I know they're doing their best to prepare for a future. Uh, what is it that they can be doing to really make the most of these opportunities that uh, that Shawnee and Meridian are providing? I think just being aware and open to the idea and, and just realizing it's okay. We're all here. High school staff and faculty, college staff and faculty are here to help them, wh- whatever that is, whether it's their need because they're hungry. Let's help them with the hunger. And then let's talk to them about, okay, what do you enjoy? What what avenue is going to be best for you? And with the Illinois co- um, course PACE framework coming along, we're helping kids at a younger age realize what their connection for their career can be. So with activities like that, it's enabling us or allowing us to help them match up their personality to what they can do for an occupation for their lives. And there's just more and more options that we're able to give, like the CNA. Those juniors and seniors who are getting to take CNA might think, oh, healthcare is the field for me, and they're working that. There's also the construction management options, and we just have different options that will help allow the kids to figure out what they want to do for their future. You know, when I think about your community, uh, Marianne, the entire school community that is Meridian, I think of that old phrase that um, the old saw, it takes a village. And, and I think that yours is a community that certainly comes together as a village. And I guess I would ask the question, perhaps Marianne, you can, you can take a shot at this. What can we be doing within that village to best support these kids? I understand what, what Teal has to offer and what these kids can get a hold of through Fast Start. But what about just people out there in the community? Um, how can we tap into that resource to help support these kids as they sort of put their trajectory together? Um, well, I'll use an example. This week, we have hosted a freshman academy. So every freshman here in the building, it was a mandatory thing we did after school. We had people come in from the community. Um, The local bank came in and they talked about your credit score, opening a savings account. Uh, We talked about uh, completing your financial aid application. We we talked about credits um, and how what a high school credit is, what your transcript is. And we pulled people in from the community to talk about things that these kids need to know. What you need to know as a high school student, what you need to be looking for, um, and we hope to expand that. So anybody that has a skill or just wants to volunteer, or honestly, if you just like kids, call us. We will find something for you to do. You know, we were bouncing around an idea of, of doing just a junior-senior informational night for parents and getting people in the community involved with What scholarships? How do you, you know, parents sometimes just need help filling out scholarships and having somebody there to mentor. You know, I've raised three boys. I know what the FAFSA is. I know how important. My son just started law school. I know how to find scholarships. So as a parent, I I would love to help another parent, you know, benefit from, you know, the nights that I've spent up looking, you know, scouring the internet. So anybody that's raised a kid, you have qualities that we need. You know, you can come help your kids, help another parent fill out those, that information. 
You know, someone said uh, from your building within the last several days when we've been doing these interviews for the magazine, somebody said, you know, kids need hope. We need to show kids hope. And when I think about that word hope, I think about the possibilities that we have of sharing with them, you know, some of some of the stories that we as adults have managed to put together for those kids so that we put those possibilities within their reach. They say, well, look, if she did it, I can do it. If he did it, I can do it. Why not? You know, um, what do you, you know, I, I know that there was someone some time ago who had expressed an interest in sharing their expertise, I think from the field of engineering, um, you know, with the school community. And I've got to believe that there are others like that out there in your school community. Would that be something that we could try to pull into this? It takes a village idea. Oh, absolutely. Um, I just had a conversation with um, Mr. Washup, who has been featured in our magazine in the past and is one of our dual credit instructors. He is looking at bringing in people from different careers to talk to his classes. Let them know what what's available. And if you have an interest in this via these career interest surveys, you know, we just did that with the freshmen. And I think Till talked about that. What are you interested in? What's, you know, and then finding those areas for our kids to see. We have a lot of kids. Um, you know, I have a young man who wants to be a traveling nurse. He has that figured out. This is what he wants to do. So Mr. Washam is looking for a traveling nurse, somebody that can come in and talk to the entire class, but then potentially work one-on-one with that student. So, Teal, um, where, where do you see some of the best opportunities right now in terms of career clusters for, for kids at Meridian to explore? I think they have lots of options. I think the medical field, um, they could do our second program, um, Southern Illinois Collegiate Common Market, which is like OTA. We have the nursing program. They have the CNA, the CPR that they can go to work. They, we have the construction management program. We have welding, we have truck driving. So we have a lot of different options where they can go to school for a year to two years and make a very good living wage. Making more than what some of us working professionals for 20 years are making. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I, I had a conversation with an Ameren uh, lineman a few weeks ago who's working in our neighborhood. And I asked him what kind of money is possible a few years out of high school. And uh, my eyes about popped out of my head when he told me. Yeah. It's pretty pretty amazing very it's it's one it's a wonderful thing right now and careers right now is going getting a trade getting a certificate um truck driving as soon as you get your your degree i mean your certificate you're going to find a job cosmetology you can find people are needing people for that everywhere so there is lots of possibilities so how about that kid who wants to go further with their education? What, what sort of transfer opportunities do we see for, for kids coming out of Shawnee? So we do have a transfer fair in the fall and the spring. And then our advisors are really, really good about working with a student. So, for example, if Johnny comes in our office and says, I want a degree in business, so we'll work on their associate of arts degree. And we'll say, OK, Johnny, where do you want to go for your four year? And they'll say, fill in the blank university. And then we will look at that university to see what kind of classes they need while while they're with us to make sure they're not taking classes they don't need. And then we help encourage them. Okay, let's go fill out the financial aid application. Let's see if there's transfer, transfer scholarships. We have student support services for our students. 
they can apply to be part of that program. And one of the benefits of that program is the transfer piece. They'll take college visits throughout to our local university. Sometimes they go even three to four hours away. So there are people on campus that will help them with that. We even have the career um, coach, which is Blake Goforth, that helps build resumes, which sometimes you need resumes for scholarship building. So we do understand that a lot of people do want to transfer from us, and we are willing to help students with that. You know, if I remember correctly, uh, you know, the students that you're working with have that resume building competency by the time they finish ninth grade. Isn't that right? Ninth grade, or at least most schools are by junior year. They try to freshman, sophomore, and kind of, you know, do a little bit more on their resume each year as they build skills and, you know, earn clubs and whatnot. So, Teal, what do you find most satisfying about the outcomes that I know you must see through your work on a regular basis? Um, students being able to believe in themselves and realizing they can do it. Um, students sit across from my desk sometimes and I'm just in awe of they're like, Miss Teal, I have a year of college done and I've not graduated high school. And I'm like, yes. And they're like, well, no of my family's ever went to college. And I'm like, well, you have now. You're you're done. You can do this. Like just having them see that they're possible. It's possible for them to achieve their dreams, and there's people that are willing to help them do that. So just to see like that light bulb go off that they're capable of doing that, and it can change their whole life. You know, work uh, fulfilling work, especially, gives us a sense of self, doesn't it? Uh, gives us. It gives us dignity. It's an, it's an important feature of adulting, I, I would say. Um, you know, it, it, it's so common when I talk to the students and also faculty members that they share with me a point in their lives or in their careers where they experience some kind of a, for lack of a better term, a failure or a disappointment or sometimes an existential crisis that really causes them to reflect and and say, well, you know, what are we going to do from here? And I always find it interesting to notice where people go from that moment. Do you have such a moment in your life, Teal, where either professionally or personally you've reached that moment in the dip where you had to pull it together and say, okay, we got to get going on this now? Yes. Um, it, it took me a lot of time and years before I was even willing to verbally admit it out loud. But when I went back for my master's the first time, I had a professor that said some not really nice things about me. And it was really hard for me to hear. I did well in my undergrad, but some of the things he said was not real nice. And I believed him. And so long story short, everybody's encouraged me to go back to school. And I'm like, nope, not doing it. And they're like, but Teal, that's what you do every day is you encourage people. Why can't you encourage yourself? I said, I'm not going there. I refuse. So um, I was offered the director position at the Vienna Center. And McKendree University had a higher ed program. And I was like, I'm going to do this. And so I didn't tell anybody at first because I still believe those little lies in my head. But after getting an A in the first class, I was like, I can do this. And so um, I persevered through it and I got a 4.0 and was in the honor society and did really, really well. And so it was encouraging to me because then I could share with a student. Hey, Miss Teal even struggled. I understand where you're coming from. Don't let that one teacher's words 
affect how you feel about yourself. Like you can do this. So, and you know, people are like, don't you wish you went back earlier? And I said, no, I needed all those experiences in my life to help me get through it. But I'm glad I did go back. So that would definitely be my story. I think that's a great story. Uh, totally turning lemons into lemonade and, and really just taking charge of your identity and saying, no, you don't get to tell me who I am. I get to decide who I am, right? That is right. And I think that's an important lesson for our for our kids, for sure, as they move through this gauntlet that uh, we call the post-secondary trajectory. I mean, it's it's really quite a thing. You know, the other thing that I often do as I kind of wrap my interviews up is I, I always like to hear what you might do if I were to hand you a magic wand. And I know you've had a little bit of time to think about this. <laughs> so how would you use such a such a thing if you had no limit on its scale or scope? What would you do with a magic wand, Teal? That's a good question. Um, I think I'm going to keep my answer of where people can see who they really are, like the positive that they can do it, that they have a positive mindset that whether it's go to school or have a great job or just be the best that they can be and have self-confidence within themselves to be able to accomplish those dreams, regardless of what's happened to them in their in their lives, because that will inevitably help every area of their lives, because what we think is what radiates with our lives. So that would be mine. We do become what we think most about, don't we? We do. I agree with that. Tends to work that way. You know, before I before I close out, I, I'm really interested in one more thing. What can you tell us about how Shawnee Community College is facing forward? What are some things outside of what we've been discussing here today that are, are, are among the most exciting things you see happening now in terms of initiatives or uh, directives, etc., that Shawnee Community College is doing for the future? Because so much of the success that our kids from this region have is really tied to that institution. It is. Our president, Dr. Tim Taylor, um, came in to, he's been around, it'll be two years in September, and him and the board have wrote a strategic plan, and many different parts of that strategic plan have been put in place. Uh, we are currently opening truck driving. It's not only going to be available at the main campus, it's going to be offered at the Metro Center, which is a great opportunity for people to get jobs. We are looking into working into guided pathways and then the career clusters. We're getting um, more and more information on that. And just kind of we restructured restructured our organization to look that we are here for our community. What can we do for your community? You'll notice in the, this last summer we've had more kid camps again where we're being more community centered so we are just looking at every way we can serve not just high schools but businesses and partnerships and how can we help help the community because that's what we're here for we're community centered and we do care and so we are looking at different programming that may be um, with the job market. So we're constantly looking at that and doing, you know, different um, studies to say, okay, is that something that we can have here at Shawnee College and how will that impact, uh, impact our region? So we are looking for that. Shawnee College is here and we're here to stay and we are here to serve everyone that we can. That's fantastic. Well, Marianne, you know I'm an equal opportunity education advocate, so I've got to pose the question to you as well. What are some of the things that Meridian is doing that you're excited about moving forward to provide opportunity for these kids? Well, as I said earlier, I think the fact that um, we are preparing kids to be productive members of society, whether it is going for a trade or you know, just going straight into the, the workforce or going to college, we now are becoming academically strong. 
and we are working to get the community involved. Um, our teachers work every day very hard to develop relationships with the students in our building. And once we get those relationships, then everything else falls in place. And um, I'm just very excited about the opportunities that our kids have through Shawnee College and through the other things that we're providing. Uh, we have a lot of new staff. We have a lot of fresh ideas. And I think we're going to accomplish a lot of great things this year. I think you are, too. I'm very excited as well. I see a lot of good things happen. Well, Teal Betts, Marianne Boren, Education Rockstars, both of you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. You know, as I consider my conversation with Teal and Marianne from today, I'm struck by the power and the leverage on life to which we all have access through education. As the saying goes, knowledge is power. And the most efficient way we gain knowledge is through a process of education. Now sure, we gain it in other ways too. And I'd never marginalize the value of experience, on-the-job training, or legacy learning, which is the passing on of knowledge from our parents and grandparents. Those are all really great ways to gain knowledge. But if we want to seize control of our own future and best prepare ourselves to face life's uncertainties, well, we'd be wise to take advantage of all the knowledge we can find. And these programs Teal and Marianne spoke about today are an excellent place to begin. We expand our own possibilities for a quality life by acquiring and applying skills necessary to help others. Someone once said that we get in life what it is that we want in fairly direct proportion to how well we help others get what it is that they want. Isn't that interesting? Well, <laughs> that's it for this episode. I hope you'll subscribe to Engaging Bobcats and keep listening throughout the coming year. We'll be speaking with all kinds of movers, shakers, and playmakers from within the Meridian community. And until then, I'm Craig Williams for Journey 12 and Engaging Bobcats podcast. Listen, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay engaged in your own amazing journey.